0: In the words of Public enemies Chuck D up, Bring the noise Fifth and Podcast Network. I am Charlie Taylor, and this is What's Good. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've all had a good week, and happy International Women's Day to one and all, and also happy Women's History Month as well. Um, I've been trying to uh, make this a kind of a tradition for my show, um, in particular. Uh, strictly because I initially started it off as just a something to do for my student radio show. Um, I think it was like my fourth episode or whatever. And, uh, yeah, for that particular episode, I just, uh, played music for, um, uh, well, played music by female artists. But once I got the podcast, and, uh, you know, obviously, <sighs> it's been a while now, um, I wanted, uh, I've had chances to think about, you know, these kind of things more, and put more thought into them, and, yeah, I've, I've been trying to make this into a tradition uh, for my show, and uh, hopefully I've done that, I guess, in this case. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> for this particular episode, for this uh, special um dropping on International Women's Day. I'm actually recording this particular piece of vocal um, on International Women's Day. I've just woken up, so if I sound a bit uh, grizzly, that's probably why um, I'm trying my best. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, for this particular uh, special, um killing two birds with one stone. I'm actually doing that with uh, two of the f- next three episodes. Um, next three episodes, by the way, are just going to be all interviews. Nice change of pace, and there's gonna be mad gems dropped. Uh, by the way, on that front, but yeah, I'm killing two birds with one stone for the next two episodes, actually, because uh, I've been wanted to have chats with friends of 5e, i.e., people that I've interviewed in the past, <coughs> in the past, uh, in the past few years, and uh, this is one of them. So uh, I'm talking to Miss Melody Monroe. Um, ice coming out of, uh, well. North Carolina but residing in Atlanta Georgia these days and uh yeah I initially um interviewed her I think uh, after she dropped her initial EP motivation EP about 2 years ago and uh, she hasn't dropped anything since <gasps> um and um yeah so she's been busy uh, living life and you and you'll get that from the interview um and yeah I've been I just wanted to catch up basically and uh, that's what I've done here uh, so and and also Celebrating International Women's Day as well in in some in some form of fashion, but yeah, so it's, it's kind of, I've kind of finessed it, in, <laughs> finessed this in a, in a certain way, but yeah, the conversation itself is amazing, um, it's, uh, super rewarding, and uh, yeah, it gets a bit deep halfway through, not gonna lie, um, but it's, it's, but regardless of that, it's um, some it's good words, and uh, I think a worthy listen regardless, so. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it um, Formalities as always Email, Twitter, Facebook, uh, IG And all of that's in description, Discord as well I'm going to put uh, Miss De Monroe's uh, uh, socials As well below, so you can check her out As well But yeah, other than that Let's get into it, International Women's Day Special, Miss Amanda Monroe Hope you guys enjoy Melody Monroe, Charlie. How you doing, Madame? Amen. <laughs> hey What's good, Madame?
1: All is well, man. Enjoying life here in Atlanta, Georgia, USA. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. How's the weather there? Cause you told you asked me off. wax how's the weather so
1: You know, it's been it's been all over the place recently. We're getting a lot of like stormy weather. You know, spring is ushering in, and so we're getting a lot of rain. But it's it's necessary. It's a part of the whole change um you know so it's been it's been good we've getting we've gotten some good uh high temperatures recently some sunshine so it's a nice little change from winter you know
0: and, uh... oh good that's that's great that's great to hear um yeah, yeah i swear like everybody i've just chatted to in the past few days just like oh yeah how's the uh, california weather and it's like uh <laughs> it's warm oh right how's it over there <laughs> it's, cold. it's cold yeah it's, it's yeah, interesting so.
1: You know, sometimes I, I like, you know, spring isn't my favorite season because of the, the insects and pollen and all that kind of stuff. Georgia particularly gets really bad pollen. so I can imagine. Yeah, so it's not my favorite season, um, but I welcome it. You know, I welcome the change from winter because winter is definitely my least favorite season. Um, so I'm not going to complain at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've, I've always uh, had the um, opinion of... Uh, if winter's your favorite season you don't deserve nice things um, that's, that's that's how i that's how i see you. like that's my that's my you know that's my philosophy
1: i, <laughs> I think it would take a very special personality t- for somebody's favorite season to be winter
0: i just wonder, i know some people trust yeah, me i know yeah. some people and it's odd to me are it, they it dark are a, they
1: dark individuals do they laugh do they smile <laughs>
0: You, you don't mean my skin tone, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man, that's funny.
0: You don't mean skin tone, right? No, 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 uh, yeah. I meant,
1: no, not skin tone. I right. meant, like, okay. personality. Of course not. It's <laughs> horrible.
0: Because answering, answering that, they so... <laughs> so no, that's, absolutely not. That's just not. how it goes. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: no, usually, no. no. People with dark... It's, from my experience, people with darker skin tones do not like cold weather. We don't mess with... Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah
0: it's the one it's someone it's the it's, it's one of those stereotypes that um is embraced i guess in one in one sense because it's fact like i'm <laughs> i just can't i can't i'm not i'm not for it but anyway um uh so yeah how's your how's your um i guess uh it's been a few it's been a while since uh our initial interview um yes i will see i will see throw that link in the description um but <laughs> yeah, how's it? I don't know how. I don't know how long it's been. It's been at least a couple oh, of years. Boy. Um, yeah. obviously, I it was, it was obviously I I just after you dropped your EP, mm-hmm. um. So, I mean, not to start off really uh, broadly, yeah. You can go where you can go where you want with this, but uh, sure. how how how's life been since?
1: <laughs> life has been. It's been a ride. It's been a journey. Um, you know, I think the biggest focus of my life since releasing motivation EP has been, um, living and actually having experiences and, you know, just balancing my life out and focusing on, you know, different areas that I have, you know, an interest in and passion for. So it's been, a, it's been a cool ride, you know, shortly after I released the EP, I actually came over your way, uh, for a while. And, um, You know, went on a little like solo tour of Europe, which was really Mm -hmm. cool. I had never been to the UK, never been to Europe. So that was just a really, really cool experience for me. And then as soon as I got back, um, I started working on my real estate license. So um, that kind of took the lead in my life for a while. And that actually took a long time, (laughs) took way longer than I expected Oh, really um, what, yeah. you, what
0: was your, what was, what was the, what were you thinking beforehand and oh, what was the reality?
1: Yeah. I had wanted to get it done in about three or four months and it took me like a year. Oh really? Um, yeah, it took me a while, took me a while because <laughs> man, it was just really difficult. Um, because not only was I, you know, still working a full time job 40 hours a week, um, mm. you know, I still was doing music and had to find time to like study all this stuff and, you know, and then I, like, failed the first exam. So there's just a lot mm-hmm. of, like, um, and there's a lot of, like, red tape and, like, bureaucracy around the whole thing that I learned about. Um, and it really is mostly about money. And so, you know, I didn't have the right resources. So I had to figure out, what well, which resources do I use to actually pass this thing once I got the right resource. Even though mm-hmm. I had it, like, you have to wait. Like, I had to wait a month or so to even retake it. You have to pay again. So it it was a long, long journey. Um, Definitely one of the most challenging things I've done. But um, it was worth it, and I'm glad I did it. Um, So I've kind of been working that lane and just still learning about that whole industry. And, um, yeah, just living, you know. As it relates to my art, I just feel like it's important to actually give myself time to experience Mm. things and have something to write about. You know, um, Mm. when I wrote motivation, it came from a very personal place. It was literally like stuff that I had been through. And so the lyrics meant a lot to me and, you know, I know where I want to go musically. Um, you know, I have some projects in my head that have been brewing for a while, uh, but I'm being very strategic about the way I go about, um, releasing that music and also just giving myself time to have experiences so that all of that can come into the music
0: yeah for sure um i assume you've obviously you have the license sounds was real to know
1: yeah yeah. Good, yeah
0: congratulations on that congratulations thank you on that. yeah um,
1: i'm really excited about it because um you know it's just another passion of mine just wealth building especially as it pertains to the black community here in america and um i'm just really passionate about that and it's Mm -hmm. another way for me to exercise what i believe is my calling and um you know to really kind of empower people empower my community Mm -hmm. so really really excited about about that
0: yeah i feel like that's a a a prevailing uh narrative that's come out of um African American life in the past, um, I guess, decade or so, and obviously in history as as it tells, but like there's been more uh, from from uh, as I've seen from a distance, there's been more focus on um, like you know generational wealth kind of thing, and in that case, most of it can begin, and most of them do begin in stuff like real estate like you said and 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 just like land ownership so yeah i can can completely see where that where that path is going for you yeah oh yeah for
1: sure yeah ownership is everything and you know i I mean without getting too deep into it you know just being african-american as you want man (laughs) thank you being african-american and just still being in this country and just seeing the disenfranchisement and just you know all of it you know the deeper I get Mm -hmm. into it the older I get the more aware of it I become and so it's like Mm -hmm. okay how do I do my part you know and you know there's just a lot of different ways to get involved you know Mm -hmm. there's the activism level and you know with policies and you know and then there's kind of what I'm trying to do as well which is live by example, and also educate myself so that I can educate others, Um, you know, and just open up the door for other people, you know, and hopefully, eventually, you know, be an opportunity for somebody else. And, um, you know, there's music, there's being, being a representation of a whole group of people and using art as a way and a means to make statements and things like that so there's a lot of way to get involved um and I think it's necessary you know it's been necessary this is something that historically in America has always been a part of our experience and so I'm just finding where I fit
0: into that now you know yeah for sure yeah for sure I feel like um something like that particular point was just like how um I've personally like in the past couple of years of just like as I've like grown into you know watching life go by I guess and watching like current affairs and just how uh of how people other people are living lives it's interesting the further you go into it the more you start to uh understand not just I guess like yourself but parts of yourself in terms of like identity um, and yeah, so it's, 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 uh, it's a, it's a, it's a fascinating thing when you, when you clock something and you either don't even, you don't even have to like relate it to yourself, but you just understand a different piece of the puzzle and it becomes much more clear as you go along.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's just a process, like you said, of just identity and which has been a big thing for me too, you know, over the past few years. And I think that's just a thing as you age, you kind of come into Mm -hmm. yourself more. And even as an artist, it took me a while to really kind of figure out who is Miss Melody Monroe. Like, what am I about? What is my sound? You know, what is my brand? And so I think I'm finally kind of hitting that pocket of like, okay, this is what I want to be about, you know, and this is what my music will be about. This is what I will stand for. This is what my look will be and all that kind of stuff. And being authentic with it as well. Um, but it's just a journey for all of us, you know, and, you know, it's exciting, it's challenging, it's scary, you know, and, um, but it's a part <laughs> yeah. of life, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, going back to your, uh, uh, I guess recap of, uh, your life, you said, uh, you said you're going around, uh, Europe and UK, where else did you go in Europe?
1: Oh boy, so, um, when I was there, we were there for about, I think it was like 10 days, not even fully two weeks, but it was a very, very fast-paced tour. Um, we <laughs> right. went to, I started off in London, and then we went over to um, Paris, and some other, we stopped in some spot, another spot in France, oh goodness, it starts with a B. I can't remember right now, but the food was amazing. <laughs> uh,
0: Bordeaux. So,
1: uh, <laughs> Don't, I'm not uh, going to lie. I, I just do not remember the name right now. But, um, fair enough. It was like this small. It was really small town.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Really, really cute place. And yeah. uh, my goodness, the food was amazing. Uh, <laughs> then we went over to uh, Wildersville, Switzerland, um, which okay. was – that's in the Swiss Alps. And you have to know that you know a girl like me who's from a place called Greensboro, North Carolina, which is just this town – you know, I never thought I would see myself in the freaking Swiss Alps. So that was a really (laughs) cool experience. And, you know, it's where they shot James Bond. And I'm up there and I'm just like, whoa, like, you know, that was a that was kind of a moment for me because I was like, wow, truly, like, you know, anything is possible. And, you know, if you give things time and you just keep at it and, you know, work hard, um, you never know where life may take you. But uh, we went there to a place in Germany, and then we went to Amsterdam, Belgium, came back um, to France, and then I came back over to the UK, so um, it was amazing, it was was a really, really good time. I met some really cool people, people from all over the world, because the way I did it was, um, it was a part of like a a group tour, like I went by myself, but yeah yeah, I joined a tour, so it was like a, you know, this tour of strangers who, you know, become <laughs> yeah. lifelong friends, and, um, it was amazing, really good time.
0: That's a, that's a, it's a lot of, uh, yeah, it's a lot of countries for a 10-day trip, that's actually, yeah. I know, I was, so good... <laughs> I was so tired,
1: I was so tired. Yeah,
0: you just, you just, yeah, before you, before you even get up, it's like, oh, no, oh. Plane for the next one or train for the next one. <laughs> just, you know, yeah, for sure, but pace. you know,
1: it was exhausting, but also exhilarating. And yeah. I'm really glad I had the opportunity to do that before, you know, all this stuff happened with the world and you just, you know, I don't take it for granted um, yeah. because n- now I'm pretty much not going anywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> to protect my life. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't know. Let's get into it. I mean, how do you feel about the coronavirus and all of that because... <laughs> I mean, this is what I'm seeing from, like, my friends. and So on one hand, I'm seeing people who are like, prepare, prepare, like, doomsday, mm-hmm. kind of like, do as much as you can to yeah.
0: avoid this uh-huh. thing.
1: Yeah. Then I have others that are like, yeah. guys, you know, relax. The flu actually kills more people than this thing, you know, does. Uh-huh. And so uh, I'm interested, before I speak my piece, I'm interested to know what you think. What, where I do, I do you follow mine? that spectrum?
0: Yeah. Uh, 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 me? me? Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> uh you know, um nah, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm more in the I'm not in the totally be relaxed like side of the side of the spectrum. I'm just above that, I guess. I like, I'm 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 keeping an eye on it. Gotcha. Um but obviously I'm not to the point where I'm stockpiling um, the most innate stupid stuff like uh, yeah. i've seen i've seen like a few pictures here and there of like um stores over here have just like been uh you know looking like it's been ransacked for the most <laughs> odd stuff i'm like you lot don't even like you need to watch some you guys need to watch one of those like crappy doomsday uh documentaries that are always on on some obscure channel like, yeah. you need to peep some of those man cuz you are not planning well i tell you that like. <laughs> All these zombie films and survivalist films that people watch and they can't even do it, right? It's crazy. Yeah, it's, like f- it's like... It's like, it's like job random. One. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's... Seriously, like, they're buying, like... They're buying, like... Okay, I get it, right? You're buying... You're buying the wipes. You're buying yeah. the... Uh, you're buying Hand the uh, uh, disinfectant. Yeah, the sanitizers. Right. right yeah. Get it. Sure. But then they're, like, buying the most odd food. I'm just like... Yeah. Guys, it's a flu, not the not an asteroid coming through. <laughs> like you're gonna, you're just gonna have to just you know wipe so wipe your wipe your, wipe your um, I don't know tables down a bit more often stuff like yeah. that, or you know yeah, and exactly. wash your hands and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a personal hygiene thing, not a right. the world's gonna end and you're not gonna be able to I don't know cook a chicken in the oven. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. So yeah, <laughs> those people. I don't associate myself with those people. Like, you, you, you lot of nut jobs, get over it. Um, but, yeah, I'm concerned. Um yeah. But on the flip side of that, I'm not exactly because uh, my mum's a pharmacist technician. So oh, wow. she's kind of like, I don't want to say on the front line, but she's on A-line. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, so um, if she ain't sweating about it, then I'm not sweating about it, you know what I mean? So yeah. I kind of just trust her on that front. But, yeah, I... I uh, 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 these, these, pe- these people on these people on doomsday watch like they're, they're i think they just need something to care about to be honest yeah. so i don't understand it's a Very it's true. a mindset but um yeah but even with that said at least my government's actually giving numbers <laughs>
1: right and i think that's the yours scary on the part. other hand yeah <laughs> exactly like, yeah that's the I, scary part about yeah. here because thankfully i mean i have a friend who works at the cdc so she's kind of oh, right. keeping me in the loop but um, she's giving you them text alerts <laughs> right yeah but you know i think the the thing about it is here there's a lot of just unknowns and um just a lack of transparency so i think that causes more kind of panic hysteria and chaos. Yeah. yeah exactly um i personally have stocked up on a cer- certain stuff but um uh, okay i have i have so I went like
0: in, i do on all that and then you just <laughs>
1: i'll let you get it out i let you get it out but here's the thing with Fair me enough. though because uh it, it hasn't been random things it's kind of like what you were saying like the whole sanitizer or you know um, right yeah i just got a lot of water and stuff One, because I didn't know how the economy was going to be affected by all of this um, and if the prices for those things were going to go up. So I kind of wanted to get ahead of it uh, if I needed to. Mm. But mostly, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to gauge it. I mean, they just released literally before uh, I I sat down with you to do this. I got an alert that they just um, confirmed three more cases in my state, so... Mm. It's literally like, okay, in the first case, they confirm is was in my county. And so Mm. you're just like, you know, how approximate is this thing, you know, and uh, I live in Atlanta. So we have one of the busiest airports in the world. And we were one of the, our airport was, you know, one of the 11 that they were rerouting all other flights to for people who had uh, symptoms of Corona. So I kind of already had expected it to be here. Um. And and when they first came out with the two cases that were, you know, confirmed here, I wasn't surprised. But it's just a little kind of, like, concerning because you don't know exactly how many people have it.
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: But, you know, as far as people in my age group, there's not really a lot to worry about. And, you know, as long as you're relatively healthy, you should be okay. Um, But I am kind of taking those precautions of, like... Not really doing a lot of, you know, getting close to people and, like, you know, making sure I wash my hands more frequently and, you know, got Lysol and all that good stuff, but, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel like this, um, is kind of, is, is, I think of it as like, um, um, I don't know, the flu, but if the flu was like LeBron James coming down the lane, you know, what I mean, it's just a bit more. It's just, it's just got a bit more. Um, I don't want to take this charge. Let me just uh, move away from. <laughs> yeah. Let me just move out of the way and let him dunk. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of. I feel I feel like it's kind of just like flu times two. Yeah, um, exactly. I love that but, flu times two. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, it is it is a very interesting. Um, uh, it is very interesting. Uh, the whole, the whole thing, uh, the whole case of it. Um, I've been personally, I've been more concerned about how um, certain things, like events, and uh, just how, how like, is the world gonna stop, kind of thing. Because right. um, even yeah. like, uh, I think it was like yesterday. A whole. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this ain't, this ain't. This is the nail in the coffin. But it was clearly a, sy- a symptom of it but like a whole airline just shut down uh, uh around <laughs> a whole airline just shut down partly just because uh they got they got bailed out like months ago but still like clearly this hasn't helped yeah. um I, I i don't feel like traveling uh um, my literally went to uh, like it's uh off wax i said so i went to london uh yeah. yesterday and it was just um it was just interesting looking around, you know what I mean? Just like if if, if people acting different or yeah. any of that kind of stuff. I mean, I wear leather gloves anyway, um, just for weather purposes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I kept that I kept that shit on tight, trust me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just realized in myself I was doing like things yeah. just with, let me just let me just uh, do this with that, with my gloves on, you know right, what I mean? And yeah the, I instead. Mean, it makes so sense. yeah. It kinda it, it, it kind mean, of Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't
1: doesn't hurt. I mean, you know, and um, here, you know, one of the biggest things kind of that happened here was they canceled a huge music and tech.
0: um, South by Southwest, Yeah, South by Southwest Southwest got canceled. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind
1: of like people were like, whoa, like, you know, what's what's happening? Because that's a big deal, Um, especially in the music community. Like, artists work very hard to get to South by Southwest and make South by Southwest stages Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, so. Mm Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know, I I don't think, I think it's better to, you know, lean on the side of caution than to not, um, not to necessarily cause panic, but it's better to just, you know, in those, in those type of cases, you want to make sure it's better to be safe than sorry, I'll say, you know, and I can understand from a liability standpoint with them, like if anybody were to come back with the virus, like that could be a whole thing, so... Mm-hmm. um in my personal life I'm kind of debating on I'm supposed to be going to you know a concert next week and I'm like I
0: don't know I don't know I'll probably go
1: but I I'm just it's just it's just a little it's unsettling I'll say you know because hmm. you really don't know who has it because they're not testing You know, and it's just, you could touch anything, but, you know, as long as as you, like you said, just taking care of personal hygiene, you should be okay. I mean, hey, I think we'll make it through it. The the thing about it, though, here is this is all happening around election time. So it's just, uh, it's like extra crazy because now people are attaching, you know, their political opinions to all of this. And so it's just been, it's just been really not fun here the past kind of you know, a month or so, it's just been like, ugh, make it stop. <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you, have you been keeping up with, uh, election coverage at all?
1: Here and there, I'm going to be honest with you, like, I am not huge on politics. Um, okay. I'm not huge on politics, but it's a necessary evil, I'll say. So, mm. uh, you know, I've been keeping up with it a little bit, um, as, as much as I feel I need to, um, and just kind of trying to, um, keep up with, you know, the uh, candidates and where they stand on certain issues and things like that. Um, but, yeah, I don't really... I'm not one of those people that'll, like, go into a 30-minute debate with political debate with anybody. I'm just like, okay, like... <laughs> <laughs> you feel the way you feel, you know... don't oh, get
0: into the weeds, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. i definitely not. I'm not even... I might stop by the field, let alone get in the weeds, <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, because I just feel like, you know, as human beings, we all have a right to our opinions. And I'm the type of person that, you know, I can listen to you even if we differ in opinion. And, you know, I just can respect other people's opinions and beliefs and just their, you know, inherent right to have that opinion. So I'm not going to try to, you know, convince people to change their minds and all that kind of stuff. I mean, now, you know, like I said, my, my, my thing is more so if there's policies in place if there are systemic injustices and that's Mm -hmm. when I get fired up you know and um and and that's when I get active with my voting or uh, protesting and things like that um but as far as going back with just another person going back and forth with another person about
0: yeah (laughs) I'm not about to do it seems a bit fickle doesn't it yeah seems a bit fickle When you mentioned that, actually talking about um, injustices, I, th- I think I saw—I think it was you—saw um, a uh, posted about. Uh, I forget his. Uh, I forget his name. Apologies for that. But um, the person that got, uh, I think, executed in yeah. Alabama. Yeah, um, Daniel Woods. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah was, um, that actually was. Fascinating for me to see it on the surface because I literally came. Uh, I've literally been thinking about in the past few weeks. Um, I recently went to see uh, Just Mercy, oh, okay, uh, with uh, Michael B. Jordan, and Jamie Fox, um, and I mean that film. Like I'm, I'm not one for crying at films, but I was yeah. really close. I was really close at the end, and yeah. uh, it, there was like one scene in there. I don't know if you've seen it by the way, but um, mm-hmm. uh, there's there was one scene that was just so like one of the most Heart-wrenching scenes I've ever I've ever um, seen, um, but yeah, it's, it's it's very interesting. Like, I just literally you came off watching that and knowing yeah. about the works of Brian Stevenson and uh, okay. and all that, and how just getting into that kind of realm of injustice in America, even though I I probably knew some in some way that it was happening, I didn't know how much it was happening and how often it went down. But mm-hmm. literally, in that case, literally. <laughs> a couple of weeks later this happens right. and yeah. like and everyone's up in arms about it and yeah. it's uh it's literally just like a real time see this is what's happening kind right. of thing so yeah
1: exactly yeah it's so. it's gripping it's gripping and i it's hard that's all i can say is you know our fight here is far from over and We have, we still have a long way to go in this country.
0: Um, Mm.
1: Honestly, you know, when everything, when that happened, my first thought was just like, I'm ready to get out of here, you know, and I've had that urge um, for a while. And sometimes it just, it gets bubbled back up more and becomes more present uh, after certain things like that happen. It's just like, oh my goodness. Um, Yeah. You know, I, I was just talking to my mom about this, but at some point you choose, are you going to be here and continue to fight? And a lot of people don't have the privilege to leave this country if they wanted to. Um, but yeah. so we ha- we don't have a choice. Somebody has to stay here and fight and try to make change. And as long as I'm in this country, you know, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know if I'll always be here. Um we'll see, we'll see what the future holds, you know, um, but as long as I am here, I'm going to try to do my part, and, and, you know, regarding Nathaniel Woods, I mean, you know, I sent a letter to the governor, I called, I tweeted, I posted, like you saw, you know, as soon as I found out, as soon as I was aware, because I wasn't aware, um, until, like, the day before or something like that, um, and so, it's just, it's just really, it's heavy, that, I mean, and, but it's been it's been happening, and you just think I've, and you read the history of this mm-hmm. country, and um, and to see that there hasn't been that much progress in in 2020, and we still are fighting the same battle. It's just like it's exhausting, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, like you can't give up, and so you know, a lot of what I do is for that you know and everybody might not understand it or agree but you know we only get one life and so the days that we live every day they create our legacy and that's like at the forefront of my mind all the time you know and even with the music and just you know everything else I'm doing right now it's just kind of like okay like what type of legacy do I want to leave yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, prayers and and just, you know, and that's another thing. There's so many thoughts and prayers you can send, you know, um, to people, to hurting communities. And, you know, all I can say is I'm doing what I can, you know, and, you know, I just another another woman that I know, she's on the ground in Alabama and had um, posted about ways we can take action on his execution and just where to go from here. They're planning to pass certain bills in Alabama regarding, um, the death penalty and, um, removing certain layers of the process so that the executions can be carried out quicker. Hmm. So, you know, it's like things like that are where we need to jump in and call these, you know, people in office and local officials to say, Hey, we're not okay with this. So, that's where we need to be right now, you know, and, you know, the tweeting is fine. And I'm glad that it did raise some awareness. But at the end of the day, like, there's real work that still needs to be done. And, you know, I'm I'm a small part of that. Like, I want to be a part of that for change, um, you know, and hopefully, hopefully at some point we will start to see change. Obviously, there has been change in this country to where we were. I mean, we're not slaves anymore. But at the same time, there's like a lot still happening, you know. And there's, I mean, we're, it's just, it's just different now. It just looks different. It's craftier. It's less, you know, in your face and Mm. it's more systemic. Um, But it's still very real and present. and, And that's a real reality of living in this country. And I feel it as a woman, as a black woman. Um, and it's real it is real and so just trying to do everything i can to help you know while i'm still here so
0: yeah well said well said um two things i got out of that um first first part was just like uh, the concept of just like a growing uh sense of just wanting to get out kind of thing um i've had that before personally, um, I don't know how many other people have, but it really is something that it's kind of like, if they don't, if they don't see, not, not even like seeing as equals, but like, if they don't notice, um, like the, the, the pain that is caused on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. then why 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 bother trying to contribute i guess in in the in the overall um national sense and just go somewhere else uh, i think uh, one one of the interviews i've had in the in the past few days like um uh it'll probably drop uh, the episode after this one but um he basically just got out of uh, America most of, for for most of his time. He, and as an artist, he just went. Like, he just went to Europe, but he went to Australia first, and then went to Europe. And he's been mm. there most of the time. He rarely goes uh, back to the US, and he doesn't really like going back to the US. And yeah. you know, personally, for me, I used to <laughs> in my de- in my youthful delusional state um, <laughs> back when back when I was a youngin, I was one of those I was one of those people that was just like I want to go to the US and just because. Yeah. Yeah, now, I said, I said this to him off wax. So I was like, there's a lot of people in the UK, especially, I don't know about other countries, but there's a lot of people in the UK that grow up on American content, um, for for better or worse. You know, I feel for better for it. Um, you know, I, I, I love Fresh Prince to this day. <laughs> 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 I mean, the, stuff like that. Yeah, man, classic, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And, um, you know, obviously I'm... As as most uh, uh, most people know, um, for this bloody website and the whole name of the whole podcast network is, you know, I love hip hop as well, and that's uh, obviously a native American. So, you know, it's, it's something that I've always bowed with, um, in terms of just like I would I I like these I like these things, but there's bad sides to all of it, and I feel like that I'd be disingenuous if I didn't take that into account hence why I don't want to set foot <laughs> not set foot in America but I I I take a residence I take a residence no no offense. Um yeah. I ain't taking residence. That's life for me. Um <laughs> I'm completely fine with that. I can believe I was doing it. But um you know, it's just it's it's so odd. It, it, it's so odd to think about. And it's something something I've realized in the past few years that, you know, everyone loves hip hop. Everyone loves grime. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves uh Black hair, everyone loves black fashion, right? But they don't take in the rest of it, right? I mean, they don't take yeah. the negatives of it. Like you know, you'd happily listen to someone uh, rapping about, um, uh, you know, how many chains they got, how many cars they got, how many women they get, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you ain't talk. But nobody wants to talk about like the strife and the you know struggle and all that. Right. And it's the same with grime as well, and, and other parts of black music around the world, and it just, it, it irks me, personally. Yeah. But the second point I wanted to make was, like, um, I listen, I recently listened uh, and read the, uh, well, some read some of the uh, 1619 projects um, by the New York Times, and it kind of, that kind of gave me a, from a strictly American point of view, black American point of view, it was a very interesting trying to, of how it was, um... What's the word? Uh, how it was focused, um, and how the ripples of that particular year—for those that don't know—sixteen nineteen was when um, the first uh, African slaves came uh, st- set foot in America. Um, how how the ripples have you know uh, come through, and like and like like you um, inadvertently said um, in your in your piece, it was just like the ripples are still there in a sense. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Oh, definitely. Oh, goodness. I keep saying, oh, because I'm just like, where to start? Like, (laughs) where do I start? Where do I I start? I gave a lot there. (laughs) You know, in, you know, in response to what you were saying about kind of the culture and how it gets um, translated to other countries and That's, I think that's a very real thing and, um, you know, but mostly what I got out of that is just, I kept just thinking of the word extraction, you know, Mm. and because that's what it feels like, you know, um, African Americans, and not to sound cliche, but, you know, we have... You know, the saying is, like, we built this country off of our backs, you know, and...
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, boy. I mean, even now, I think black art, um, has become, I think it's become, like, commercialized. They want to, like, you know, like, profit off of it. Um, Yeah. And so, you know, we're saying that, but the reality is when it's time for us, us to actually profit off of our own stuff and own and have ownership and things like that, you get immediate resistance. And, um, it's like, well, we can profit off of your culture and we can take these bits of your culture and turn it mainstream and, make money off of it and capitalize off of it. But um, we want to leave you guys disenfranchised and make sure you don't have access. We want to make sure, you know, you don't have the resources you need to have a better quality of life.
0: Mm.
1: And that's just historically in this country, what it's been. And I do not blame the guy you mentioned, whoever whoever that artist is who, you know, was like, look, <laughs> I'm going to Australia, I'm going to Europe, you know, and I'm just going to minimize how many times I go back to the U.S. I completely get it because it's a very real and present oppression still here. And, um, you know, the conversations in, in mass media and, and in uh, pop culture may change, but these things are still happening. You know, there was a time Mm. when the whole Black Lives Matter uh, movement was really, really in the forefront. And, you know, everybody was really gung ho about hands up, don't shoot. And Eric Garner and and Mike Brown and Trayvon Martin, you know, and even though that's not, I feel presently um, at the forefront of a national conversation, it's not that these things are still not happening. Um, And so, it's just that, you know, it's not at the forefront of the conversation right now. So, I mean, in little ways, in large ways, we're still experiencing these things on a daily basis and um, all over the country. You know, for me, it, living in Atlanta, um, to me, Atlanta is like almost like a an oasis for for black people, because uh, there's just there's just a there's just a community here and there's a lot of. Um, strengthen the black economy here it's a reason why I live here you know and yeah. because technically I could live wherever I want um I don't have any I don't have a job that holds me down to any one location so I can honestly live wherever I want but I chose Atlanta and I continue to choose Atlanta because of um the strength of the black economy here and just what's happening here um and everywhere I travel you know, um, that I've traveled so far and I haven't done a a huge amount of travel, but you know, it's just something about being here that it's just, it's, it's, it's a safe place as safe as it can be, um, for, I feel like black people and it's just a certain type of community and, and mentality here for the black community that is necessary and that fuels the art that you get, you know, and there's a saying that Atlanta influences everything. And um in a way, you know, I I truly believe that because so much of the world's um culture comes from black people. So much of you know, what we think is cool and and you know, the innovation and you know, all of that has come from black people. It's it's never stopped. Um so it's you know, it's just been extracted and I think people get tired of it, you know, and um, as artists, it's like you kind of said about people who make music and choose to talk about certain things. And, you know, I mean, that's their prerogative. I think I definitely, I definitely believe in a balance in music. I think we have to have the party music, we have to have music to have fun too. And then there's, you know, and then there's those who make music more conscious music to talk about what's really going on. So I will never like chastise anybody for making fun music you know
0: yeah
1: you know but you know like for me like there's a whole conversation of like Megan Thee Stallion versus Rhapsody I know Rhapsody one of your favorite artists um I love them both I think the balance is necessary you know
0: I, think I love the... Megan too by the way I was gonna Yo, get yeah. I was gonna I was gonna talk <laughs> about Megan but no nah, I, I love me some Megan yeah, man, I love me some Megan okay
1: S- side note side note though have you seen the video of of megan the stallion uh trying to teach this like british guy the words to big o freak or the meaning of big o freak have you ever seen that video No. oh my gosh <laughs> oh yeah. for the listeners please if you need just quality <laughs> entertainment <laughs> oh god just go to youtube type in like megan the and big old freak like british i don't know and <laughs> and just it's hilarious like it's one of the best videos on the internet well,
0: it's it like a be. radio interview
1: oh my gosh so she's like reciting I think the I know lyrics you're talking
0: about. Yeah. yeah
1: she's like reciting the lyrics and he's he's so uncomfortable because what they did was like got he's like a a, a classic music expert or something like that and so i think i know he oh my gosh charlie it's so funny yeah (laughs) oh gosh anyway yeah so it's about balance and i think as a culture though you know we 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 constantly are getting you know exploited and our culture is always being extracted for profit um and so it's about just having ownership though and that's what we're fighting for like okay you know we're taking ownership of our art we want the was res- you know we want the profit from this and a, a very recent and current situation i would say is like this company called honeypot right um who's this black is black woman owned and she makes feminine products um and you know she did like this collaboration with target and they did a a commercial where she basically said in the commercial um you know now this is just me making it is giving another black girl the chance to see that hey you can do it too and like oh my god like white america went up in arms and they literally like went online to tarnish her brand (laughs) and it's just like geez like this is still where we're at you know like in 2020 like
0: yeah Mm -hmm. you know
1: and so it's just really important so we're still fighting we're fighting here for for ourselves for ownership for for profit off of our off of our own ideas and I think, you know, you were saying about going into Megan Thee Stallion, kind of, same thing, I guess, you know, about, hey, this is my music, like, this is what I own. It's yeah. getting real, you know, so.
0: Yeah. Um, one thing I uh, I, was, I was thinking about when you mentioned uh, uh, Honeypot, um, there's a show that uh, recently came out uh, 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 over here called uh, Norsen Crosses, mm-hmm. and it's... It's based on a um it's based on a book by a woman uh, named Mallory Blackman and she's uh she's one of the best uh black laureates we have uh in recent years. And this show in and basically put simply, like the story is is like a kinda like fantasy ish world, um but the but the gr- the the roots are very uh simplified where it's just like the black people are the rich ones mm-hmm. and they're wearing their African garb and they're looking all fire, you know. And then there's like, and there's just like these white people, uh, and they're like legit lower class. And you know, it's there's it, one, um, uh, there's one clip that I've seen, I haven't seen all yet, but there's one clip where like, uh, the white dude's name's Callum, and uh, one of the. <laughs> Uh, one of the uh one of the uh higher higher uh, uh, up people um they mistake they get his name wrong and it's, oh just, it's just it's 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 like <laughs> it's very it's ba- it's literally flipping the script like it's it's yeah. they literally flipped the script and that's what the whole story is about and this book has been out for years i, wow. I forgot when it initially dropped i think it was uh, somewhere sometime in the 90s but yeah, it's, it's a it's a legendary book over here and the fact that it's on um our main uh bbc one which is like um like the the main channel that people yeah. uh, listen, that uh, go on basically to watch t- TV, and the the, uh I, I can't tell you how 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 much my uh, mug was f- was filled with white tears on Twitter wow. talking about noughts and crosses, going like, oh look at the BBC being woke. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, mm, yes, let me <laughs> sip on them tears. It's just, it's so, it's so. <laughs> Like obviously in obviously in the case you gave it's a, it's, a, it's annoying cuz it's just like she's literally just it's just it's ca it's commerce like yeah. like you not you know why why are you so bothered by this why are you bothered right. by her having an ad and having a deal with target why are you so bothered you're not buying it so okay. why do you care but in, the, in yeah. this case i just have to laugh because like it's a it's a it's a legendary piece of literature but there's so many people that like <laughs> <laughs> Clearly went <laughs> to watch the show and they just got triggered by it. And to be honest, <laughs> it's a it's it's a show I'm going to watch it, but I don't feel like it's necessary watching for me personally because I understand right. the, I understand the you know the, the the context behind it. It's a it's a commentary on microaggressions on just like you know how you know people see each other and obviously the flip the script thing. It make it personally makes me a bit uncomfortable um seeing the flip the script thing because I don't really I don't need to see that. I, I can imagine the flip the script being flipped. But yeah. for a white person watching it, they might not they might not be able to see that kind of thing. And I find that kind of stuff is important as is yeah. um, you know, Honeypot and um and, and many other just I think stories in general. Um, you know, is, is going back to what well, I was talking about with Just Mercy, the I I talked about it on my show Um, a couple of weeks ago, and linked it to um, Parasite, Mm. because while those two films are obviously very different in terms of what they are, fundamentally, they are films that not many people would have seen um, if they weren't told to watch it, but the difference is is that Parasite won (laughs) all the Oscars, and basically owned that whole night, and Mm. got 500 million off the back of it, and then there's Just Mercy, which is, you know, pound for pound, a really good story as well. Worthy worth I think worthy of someone's attention. But, you know, while it cleaned up the NAACP awards, it didn't it didn't get five hundred mil on the back end. So you know what right. I mean? It's it's, yeah. it's it's kind of like how I think the whole conversation that we've had so far, um, which has been very rewarding, I must say, like it's it's a conversation of um seeing other people's viewpoints is always a valuable tool for learning, but for also just, um, I guess j- just, just, yeah. uh, just going through life, I guess, point <laughs> simply. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm so thankful for technology and the internet, although it has some dark sides and it has caused a lot of <laughs> chaos. Um, but it does allow us to do things like this, right? To to break the the boundaries of um, location and space and really get to dig in deep and, and see each other's experiences um, and understand the details of each other's experiences across the world. Yeah. So, you know, um, very, very enlightening, very helpful, you know, and that that helps us to know where kind of we are collectively and what needs to be done Um, Like I said, man, you know, there's a lot of work that still needs to be done here and, you know, uh, people are doing it. There's there's definitely not a shortage of folks who are passionate uh, about this and about equality. So the fight continues, you know, for sure. To happier
0: things, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna move on. I was gonna yeah. move on. But yeah, it's, it's good that you did it. Fair enough. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you you go ahead. You're the host. Let's <laughs> no, the conversation. Go. For, go, where do you want to go I have nothing. I was just gonna move on and then let
0: you take it out Take uh, away, so uh, Let you take it. All away. right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, uh, okay. I I see what you did there. Fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. Okay. So I I just wanted to basically ask, like, um, just what are you what are you listening to these days, I guess, because. Uh, Um, obviously um, uh, uh, how's how's 2020 gone for music for you because I feel feel like it's um, compared to last year I feel like for me personally it's been a bit of a dud but um, for other Mm -hmm. people obviously they see it differently but I just wondered what you've been listening to I guess yeah
1: that's a good question so for those that don't know that's so funny because Charlie and I have had this conversation um, where I tell him all the time where I'm like Charlie I listen to the same three people
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah, I do, I've...
1: but I've tried to do better this year. <laughs> You'd be proud. Um, so honestly, though, no, I've just been really digging into the indie scene. And, um, you know, what's what's cool about Atlanta as well, living here, like, I have some really, really talented peers and, you know, I enjoy listening to their music. Um, it's people that, you know, I know that I, I like to listen to. So um, I've just been kind of been digging into my friends' um, projects and, Right now, who's really heavy for me um, is uh, Stout, which I think I introduced to you as well. Um,
0: yeah, it's a for the ladies first the day, edition. I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, man. Oh my goodness, she is absolutely phenomenal. Like I wrote a blog about her on my site just because she's incredible, man. If you don't know about Stout, like, oh, please get familiar. S T O U T, just an amazing artist. Um, an amazing gift, you know, in general. And I just, I'm totally blown away by her. So I'm, I've just been kind of like really listening to her. And um, um, if you listen to her, you'll know why I'm I'm so excited about it, because I just really love classic voices and just really kind of timeless music. Um, Ari Lennox stays in rotation for me, um, because she just really gives me that 70s feel and vibe. She, mm. Yeah, 70s is like, the 70s soul is like my favorite era of music. So any way, any new way I can recreate that, I'm always, I just go towards that. Um, right now I'm listening to Jade Nova. Um, she is uh, an R&B artist. Um, I, know, I don't know if she's based out of Atlanta, but I know, I think she's in Atlanta now. Um, some friends of mine named Cousin, which they are a phenomenal R&B group um so actually i'm listening to a lot of singers i guess yeah but (laughs) Mm. (laughs) yeah which is interesting but yeah i'm really on a on a a singer's tip right now i suppose
0: Um, that's good with more than three yeah which is cool but
1: yeah because like all three right yeah Yeah. well because you know for it's weird for me because um there's pj morton of course rhapsody um i just appreciate good singing as well like musicianship Mm -hmm. Um, because for me, I am a musician, you know, and I think, I think that's part of why, you know, I take my time because it's like, not to sound any, you know, not to sound any type of way, but because I can, like, you know, there is the musician side, there is the rapping side for me, there's the singing side for me. And it's like, boy, you know, how do I tie all of this together? Um, so there are phases where I just might be really, really into hip hop and like, you know, just want to hear like just rapping and, Mm -hmm. But Then there's times where I just I'm really musical. Her is a big one for me as well. Mm. Um, her new single "Comfortable" um, gets on repeat for me. So uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm listening to at the very at this very moment. Like
0: that's good.
1: March, yeah, early March, 2020.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, but um, that's a, yeah, that's quite that's quite a good list. I'll, I'll 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 try and get into a couple of those to be honest. Um, Especially the yeah. ones that, especially ones, uh the indie ones that you mentioned. Um, uh, I'll we'll see what I can do with those. But yeah, nice. No, it's it's good it's good that you <laughs> it's good that you're exploring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, Atlanta, let me tell you though, seriously, Atlanta has a lot of talent and I you know, I'm not from Atlanta, but I will say this, you know, this is a very special city. Um and if you're looking for i'm gonna say you know black anything here black art black music black yeah. culture yeah like i think this is a place to pay attention to yeah. um, I, I, you know i'm here and i can see what's happening and it's really magical man there's a lot of good stuff that comes out of here and um look up atlanta artists like look google or um hashtag if you look up the hashtag Atlanta artist or anything like that like do it and I'm, i can almost guarantee you'll find you'll probably find like your next favorite artist
0: um sounds good
1: there's a lot of good stuff happening here so i'm excited
0: yeah sounds good and for you as an artist like you mentioned at the beginning that you have like some things in your head's
1: Oh, yeah,
0: can I know yeah. anything?
1: Yes, you of internet? course Charlie like you're the, you're the man you get the inside you get the inside <laughs> scoop. Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, this is what I'll say so this is this is what I'll say for all of those who wondering because there's a lot of people who are like, girl, like you have not released <laughs> anything mm. since 2018, like what is going on
0: yeah.
1: um, well one i'm I'm in an artist development stage. And I'm not going to rush that process. And I can't rush that process because um, I do a lot, you know, outside of music. And so literally, it's just going to take time. But um, what I'm doing right now is, you know, really strengthening my brand um, and connecting with new fans and new supporters um, and learning how to release music and make music and do this the right way. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that a lot of indie artists such as myself will not tell you or they may. Um, but this thing, you know, making music, putting it out, although we do have the internet, anybody can technically record and just put it on SoundCloud and all that kind of stuff or Spotify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you really take your artistry seriously and you want to do this for the long haul, there is a lot that goes into it. And Um, motivation EP was kind of like my first official project that I've put together in that way. And I learned so much through that process. Um, but I'm still learning and, you know, there's a lot for me to still get as an artist. And I want to make sure that, you know, the next project I do, one that is marketed, um, appropriately and, you know, I'm set up to succeed with it, you know? Um, and I really, I just want to pause and just say, Charlie, you know, thank you so much for your support because you've been supportive from jump, you know, even over the course of two years, like you've always just given me a a platform to speak or, you know, to share and you've always been supportive of the music and what I'm doing. So I really, really just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And thank you for continuing to like carry hip-hop culture and push hip-hop culture forward um, because I think it is something that's being lost in our current kind of the state of music so yeah props to you or shouts to you as you say
0: (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that Um, honestly yeah
1: um, but for me um, yeah so if anybody's just wondering I'm just in the artist development stage right now okay so I'm learning how to really do this thing and do it so that it makes sense so that I'm not um, burning myself out so that the money and time and effort and energy and sleepless nights and, you know, all of that experience that I'm putting into it, I'm getting a return on investment. Um, And that may sound some type of way, but I'm a businesswoman first at the core of this core of who I am. And so I'm learning how to do the music business right now. Um, But with that, I'm already already have two projects in my head um so this is an exclusive but I do have two projects already that I know I want to do and it's really at this point about just how I want to go about releasing them right um so and and exactly what I want them to sound like and I'm really really excited because I'm getting better you know I feel like I'm getting better lyrically my pen is getting stronger and um I'm really really excited so in the meantime though while all that is brewing um, what I'm doing for the people who want to support and connect with me um, is I'm trying to just make sure I'm still getting giving you guys something. And so I'm doing cover songs. I'm doing video verses, keeping my content strong. Um, so I would just encourage you to connect with me. Uh, I'm everywhere at MS Melody Monroe. So M-S-M-E-L-O-D-Y-M-O-N-R-O-E. And you can join my VIP list. They get the inside scoop of everything I'm doing kind of behind the scenes, kind of where I'm at in my journey it's free and uh, they're the first people to get everything. So, um, if you really, really want to support and get connected, that's where you should go. Um, but it's an exciting time, man. It's exciting time for growth. And the thing about that is like a lot of times people see, especially like in this viral internet age, like people see the finished product of things and they're just like, Whoa, you know, but a lot of people don't realize like it takes, so much so much goes on behind the scenes before it gets to you know this amazing video or this amazing project and all of yeah. that you know mm-hmm. and another thing i want people to say just for me as an artist is like my two biggest influences are miss lauren hill and d'angelo yeah. and so those two <laughs> Too, being like, the, yes. yeah. like, unicorns, like. <laughs> but those being the blueprint like the artists i really kind of admire their sounds and you know you have to understand these artists these are the type of artists who haven't released projects in like 14 years, right? Like D'Angelo was like 14 years between his projects. Not saying that's going to be me, but I've never (laughs) been, (laughs) I've never been influenced by, you know, having to constantly have music out because that's not what I want to do. I just, I'm I'm the type of artist who, if I'm going to release music, if I'm going to say something, I just want to be able to say it. I need it to be profound so that I don't have to constantly be talking you know and i understand that you know in this kind of music culture that we have it's it's kind of it's kind of like okay when's the next single okay we want to hear something new um and i get that so i'm i'm very appreciative of the people who are supportive who appreciate what i'm building as an artist but also as a brand you know yeah. overall because music isn't all that i am
0: yeah. and
1: so the people who realize that and can kind of see where it's going I really appreciate you guys. Um, and I promise you it's going to be worth the wait.
0: <laughs> for sure. For sure. No, that's, that's, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. Um, okay. So we are pretty much done, but as always, I'd like to finish with, uh, what is your top five? Now oh, I forget what your was, uh, I forget what your one was previously. I think it's just ice that you are inspired by. Um, yeah. so yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be music, by the way. It doesn't have to be music-based. Yeah. It could be anything. Oh, man. But uh, anything under the sun. But, uh, yeah. Yes. It's your top five, and you can do ooh. what you want with it, so.
1: Ooh, <laughs> ooh, 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 Okay. Charlie put me on the spot. All right. I'm going to say top five. I'm just going to say, like, this is what I'll say. These are, like, the top five, I would say, either, either influences, like, realizations, or, like, focuses in my life right now. Okay? So... Um top five oh and this is in no order, okay. Just okay. <laughs> but these are the top five. Okay. Right. Okay, so one um let's see. I'm, I'll start with music. Um I just wanna say I'm really excited about what black women are doing in music right now. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. So I just, you know, again I wanna shout out Stout, I wanna shout out Megan the Stallion, I wanna shout out Rhapsody. Like, I see what we're doing collectively as women in music, black women in music, and I'm really, really excited about that. Um, so let's peg that as number one. Um, number two, um, let's see, uh, I want to go with real estate and I want to say that, um, again, you know, I see my peers out here, um really making moves in the real estate industry and there's just people here who are you know really paving the way um for the black community and so um yeah i that's a kind of a big thing for me right now and yeah. um keep your eyes peeled because there's some good stuff that's going to come for me regarding that yeah um for three i just want to say shout out to all the hand sanitizer companies. <laughs> There you go. For holding us down (laughs) during these perilous times. (laughs) But no, seriously, wash your hands. Um, If you're (laughs) listening to this, (laughs) right after you finish listening to this, please go wash your hands, just for the culture. (laughs) Uh. Um, Guys, Charlie, you put me on the spot. (laughs) Can we do a top three? Okay, four and five. No, but seriously, okay. For four... um, Again, guys, please just continue to support Charlie and what he's doing and um, for hip-hop culture. I have to put you up here, man, because I know what it's like. Like, I know what it's like to, listen, even today, right? You're like, man, like, a lot went into this. Like, I know what it's like, and I'm so for the underdog, and I'm so for so for those who are, you know, just genuine and, and starting something and new, and um, I'm all about that.
0: Um, so you guys,
1: yeah, one of my top fours, my top fives is Charlie, um, what's good, fifth, fifth element, yo, give it up for Charlie, and, uh, for five, I just want to, honestly, one of my top five is going to be my supporters, um, in all seriousness, because I don't take anything for granted, um, and I just want to say, hey guys, for 2020, you know, let's love ourselves, let's love each other, uh, let's prioritize, uh, self-care uh, mental health and um, yeah I wish everybody peace and blessings this year
0: that's what's up that's what's up I and mean, we'll leave it on there Miss Melody Monroe hey. thank you very much thank you for your time.
1: thank you Charlie
0: So with that, ladies and gentlemen, that was my conversation with Miss Melody Monroe. Once again, thank you to her for uh, the time. <sighs> I'm just happy this uh, particular recording is done, to be honest. And uh, I'm still sorting throughout the others, but um, she, 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 she's given she's given me all the praise uh, at the end because uh, it's been a bit of a week for me. Um, like I've, I've I've it's just been really hard trying to record these things and uh, setting them up. Um, I had to go to London for one of them, which I'm not complaining about by any means. It's um, it was good, it was good to do that. I've been in the city in a while, but yeah, it's just um, I've been putting a lot of uh, uh, what do you want to call it? I've been putting a lot of uh, stress on myself, I guess, um, trying to just push and do more things and uh i mean it's still a work in progress but yeah this week has just been a bit it's just been a bit hectic for me in terms of trying to get stuff done but with that said we got this one done this one's in the bag and i'm completely happy for it um like i said i thought i thought it was a really good conversation i hope you guys enjoyed that one and uh yeah without being too simpy i'm just going to leave it at that <laughs> and just uh just sign off so with that said from the fifth Element podcast network i've been charlie taylor and this has been what's good music has been midnight swim by brock berrigan and time by Basti. you can find the links for both of them particular tunes in the link in the description below. Shout out to Cheer Records for the ability to use these songs. You can also find Cheer Hop's discography in the description below. And with that said, once again, for the last time, happy International Women's Day to all. Shout out to all the women doing their things. Shout out to all the mothers, shout out to the sisters and all of that. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a real it's a real good day to um Always recognize in my eyes, and uh, I hope I've done that justice in this case. And also kill two birds one stone. <laughs> I thought give my did somewhere but that's all good. Um, but yeah, hope you all have a good week. Interview season is basically interview season for the show, so interview season continues next week. Hope you all have a good week. I'll try and do the same. But until the next time, take it easy, ladies, and gentlemen.